Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham, where Team Needham discusses everything healthcare. I'm your host, Sean Needham, along with my wonderful wife, who will be joining me shortly. Um, she's busy around the pharmacy right now, um, where we talk about everything healthcare. So, in speaking of healthcare, Melody Watts, I met her at a conference in Phoenix last year, and I had the privilege of meeting her and discussing some of the things about doTERRA products. Some of you may have heard about them. Um, she's going to go into depth about it today. Melody, welcome to our show. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your history and how you got into this. So in my early 20s, 1920, I started working for a chiropractor and it really transformed the way that I viewed my health, my own health. And um, at that point in time, it was, I felt really called to natural medicine, natural solutions, chiropractic, and learning how to remove interference from my body so that it can function at its best. And in my mid-20s, I was diagnosed with Lyme disease and Hashimoto's after I had given birth. Um, you know how that oftentimes autoimmune flares after you have birth. So I was... Right diagnosed with all these crazy things. And unfortunately, mainstream had zero solutions and even alternative medicine didn't have solutions at the time. So this was, you know, 20 years ago. So <clears throat> when I was mid thirties and I was trying to manage all these symptoms, which were you know, migraines, insomnia, and, and things that go along with Hashimoto's and Lyme disease, my son was actually at the time dealing with a respiratory issue. Um, and I, again, was really frustrated at the amount of not solutions available in natural alternative medicine. We were going to the chiropractor. I did natural birth. I was doing everything I thought I knew how. And again, it, I was really frustrated. And I felt really helpless. So this is when I was introduced to doTERRA essential oils. And my friend told me to just put it on his chest and put it on his feet uh, which I thought was really weird, but I was like, I will try anything. It's been six months. There's no solution. The doctor wants to give him asthma meds and steroids. He's three. Like, come on, is there anything we can do before my son, you know, has a chronic illness that's going to be medicated his whole life? So for me, it was very important that I was able to find natural solutions. And um, my son slept through the night for the first time in six months after using that respiratory blend. And it was a game changer. At that moment in time, I knew that families, that, that chiropractors, that healthcare practitioners needed these tools. Um, there was a reason why the grocery store oils and Vicks Vapor Rub was not working, and it's because of the purity and potency. So there was a big need for pure, potent, natural solutions for mothers and health practitioners to have these. And so I made it my mission at the time to educate as many people as I could about using natural solutions for their family, for their children. And so here we are 13 years later, and I still love it. I'm still passionate about it. And there's still so much education that needs to happen at a grassroots level. So here I am. All right. Well, Janet, welcome to our show. And do you have any questions for Melody? So I believe I met Melody. I Were think you in so. Arizona? Yeah. yeah, I believe yeah, so. And and I think um, our conversation was a little bit about the essential oils. And um, so I kind of missed the first part here. But um, so do you incorporate that into your practice with your clients or how does that play out? Or are you just, okay. So I'm a health coach and I do have customers that I work with. I don't, I'm kind of referral only. Um, but I mainly work with families. So if somebody comes to me and they are like, 
help me with X, Y, and Z. We've exhausted, usually by the time they come to me, they've exhausted all their efforts and now they're willing to talk to a, a stay-at-home mom that, that knows how to help her kids, right? And generally people are coming to me with earaches and diaper rashes and colic and, um, you know, head tension, sleeplessness, anxiousness, high cortisol, and they just are desperate. And so when they come to me, we get them hooked up with all the natural solutions. We talk a little bit of lifestyle as well. We talk stress response. And then the other part of me goes and I help practitioners implement lifestyle products and non-toxic living into their practices because um, every practitioner knows that you can put your patients on all the detox products you want and, you know, overload them with supplements, or you can start just removing a lot of the environmental toxins, um, you know, laundry detergent. That's just one example of a lot of practitioners just helping their clients switch the number one thing that they're being exposed to every day on their skin, that they're sweating, <laughs> that they're causing endocrine disruptors, hormone mimickers in their bodies. You know, that's one of the main things that we go, how can we transform people from using toxic things in their environment, just, just removing them completely, replacing them with more natural solutions. And then most of the symptoms, you know, half the symptoms go away just from removing the toxins. And then we focus on stress response. And then we focus on maybe the sore throat that they're dealing with. But we really want to get them healthy foundations, um, you know, by removing toxins, managing your stressors. And then we go into symptom relief using natural solutions. So that's kind of our protocol and what I teach practitioners to do as well. Well, I, I love that model because ultimately our bodies are has an ability to heal itself. And usually when we get sick, you can attribute it to something, you know, uh, well, I was injured or I, I worked out too much. I miss sleep. I know sometimes when I don't feel good, it's, it's a lot of times when I, I, I didn't sleep well. My name Janice travels when we've had early, early morning flights or you fly all night or something. Talk about a way to destroy your health. So, you know, it's those things that you have to really understand how to, um, respond to. And one of the ways we do it is we just, you know, make sure if we do have something like that, we make sure we have a complete day of rest afterwards. Um, so our body doesn't get sick. Yeah. And it's not, it's not standard. You know, people are taught to go, go, go. They're not taught to rest. And especially what I notice with people, like I just saw a friend, she's fighting, you know, fighting a really bad infection and her body would normally be able to fight this infection. And so she's interestingly enough, using all the natural solutions for infection. And I was like, have you addressed your fight or flight response? And she was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. And so we started talking about all the natural solutions and oils we can use to help her lower her fight or flight and cortisol so that her body can actually do what it was born to do. And most people forget that. A lot of people will be like, can you show me how to lower this fever? And I'll say, well, why don't we target the immune system rather than just trying to lower the fever? And so I'll immediately say, let's look at immune system oils, whereas they want to go to the peppermint to really reduce the inflammation. And they're not, they're still not trained. People are still not trained to actually look at the root cause. They're still trained to lower the fever. And yeah, it's like, treat it's not really what we want to do. And so what we'll do yeah. is we'll give them the immune system oils and the fever will break on its own. Yeah. It's like, why do you have the fevers? You know, let's think about that. Maybe it is something you had to treat right away, but also it's like what caused it. Right. And that's what people are still, they're not quite trained. You know, they'll come to me with respiratory issues. And so they'll go straight for the respiratory oils and I'll say, well, what's causing is, is it toxins? Is it pathogens? Is it grief? 
Like they were just, they're not even asking the questions. Yes, the respiratory oils are going to help, but let's look a little bit more root cause. And that's when, you know, with my son, we did use breathe essential oil on his chest. But then I looked at the environmental toxins and I looked at the terrain of his lungs and his gut. And when we did those two things, he no longer even needed the breathe essential oil other than occasional um, you know, immune system running down a little bit. So just knowing that we have tools now to clear out the lungs, to clear out the terrain, and then also to remove toxins from his environment. And in his case, the toxins in his environment, we didn't realize at the time were pesticides being sprayed in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And we would have never known that if we just put them on allergy meds and steroids. Yeah. yeah just masked it all. Yeah. So right. just digging deeper and asking the questions is just such an important piece to what I train people to do when they get their oils. I don't just say, here's how you use breathe. I say, let's look at your environment. Let's look at your stress. Let's look at all the things. Let's look at even genetic factors. Like for my son, it just happened to be genetic. I found, I learned that my great grandmother smoked while she was pregnant. So my son's going to have more hypersensitivity to oxygen and air because the genetic message is air is toxic. So it's super important then when we start using things in our environment that turn on healthy genes because we can change genetic expression in one generation and the genetic expression expresses more in the fourth generation than the first. So my son is getting the biggest brunt of what my great grandmother did out of all, right? And so then to reverse my son's genetic expression, which by the way, he has zero respiratory issues. Um, He was heading down the path of asthma and allergies. We addressed his environment and now we've reversed the genetic expression completely. Yeah, and just imagine if he would have went down the route of of steroids and the traditional medical route, he'd be on more drugs now. He'd have all kinds of side effects from it, uh, you know, and he would never get better. It's truly transformational because not only did, were the pesticides in his environment affecting his gut, it was also affecting his neurotransmitters. So the fact that we were able to identify this remove, detox, and then now go in and look at turning on good genes, which by the way, essential oils at their their core turn on good DNA and turn off bad DNA. That's literally what they do. They're like these messengers that go, tell your genes how to behave better. And I love that they do that. So tell us more about essential oils now that we're on the subject. Um, Yeah, go ahead. Go to the detail. Essential oils, they're aromatic compounds, right? They come from trees, roots, barks, flowers, stems, grasses, Um, And what they do is they are the medicine part of the plant, actually. So like if a peppermint plant gets disrupted, you'll see it kind of um, have that peppermint essential oil. So those essential oils will go immediately to the plant to start repairing the cell. So essential oils work with our cells very similarly as they'll protect the cells. They're very selective. So they don't go after the good microbiome, which I love because nature knows not to hurt the good microbiome. I love, love, love that about essential oils. It's one of the best things about essential oils. It's also one of the most misunderstood things about essential oils as far as like internal use. Um, The other thing that's important about internal use is I only recommend doTERRA essential oils for internal use because they do 54 tests and other brands do anywhere from two to five tests. And I want something that has 54 tests as opposed to five tests, right? When I'm using essential oils for internal use and for my family's health. So um, it's super important for people to know too, that quality matters. So your grocery store brands, your internet spam brands that are just like these, 
um, bandwagon type of companies that are like, oh, anyone can make an essential oil in a lab and reproduce some some quality reports that look okay. And what's happening is these fake essential oils on the market are doing damage. They're not selective with microbiome. They are hurting. Um, they are causing burns on people. And so when you're using fake oils, it's super important to know that 80 to 90% of the oils on the market are completely fake and synthetic and they do cause damage. And if you have chemical sensitivities, like myself and my son, guess what? Synthetic essential oils don't last. They don't last long. It's like instant lie detection. You can, you know, you'll get your headache. You'll feel your inflammation. Um, Cause if you have chemical sensitivities and you're around fake stuff, there's, there's no lying. Right. So unfortunately there's a lot of people out there that are using oils aromatically that are synthetic, that cause free radical damage, that are not selective, um, that are causing inflammation in the brain, in the tissues, and it's it's really bad. And so um, using a quality brand, I'll say, is one of the first things you want to do when using essential oils. Um, and then also when you are using pure essential oils and you're talking about aromatic use, you are talking about them binding to free radicals. You are talking about them to binding to environmental threats that are bad for you. You're talking about protecting your tissues as antioxidants. You're talking about affecting the limbic system through the olfactory, affecting immediately your mood. You even have research on things like peppermint and eucalyptus increasing oxygen saturation. Um, you know, I had my nephew who was dealing with a respiratory issue and my sister had taken him to the ER three times a year, $10,000 in ER visits. When you come in with a respiratory issue and you're having a hard time breathing, they whisk you right back. You, you get to cut to the front of the line. That's yeah. how impactful it is. And she used a blend called Breathe in Deep Blue on his chest and his back. She had him inhale like this with the essential oils for about 10 minutes. She checked his oxygen um, saturation and it went from 86 to 100% oxygen saturation in less than 10 minutes. He never went to the ER again, never. And so we're talking about powerful tools. Now, obviously, if you're having, having a respiratory issue, I'm not telling you don't go to the ER. This is not medical advice, right? You have to go with your, your own determination. I'm just telling you my sister's story. But when you do the research, it is important to see that they do increase oxygen saturation. Now, if somebody is having an allergic reaction, of course, you want to take that seriously. Of course, you might want to use steroids. Of course, 10, you know, an hour later, that inflammation might be back up. And so obviously use with cash caution if you are having a legitimate emergency. Um, but it's nice to have a tool to tide you over until you can figure out root cause. And so that's what we talk about with using oils aromatically. So then the third way you would use essential oils would be topically. You want to dilute with a carrier oil as to not burn your skin because they are very potent. They, some of them can be hot like cinnamon or um, oregano. Those are hot oils. You don't want to use those on the little, little ones under five. You want to make sure you're using oils that are, um, you know, can be applied um, without being hot on the skin but when you're using these topically, sometimes we use them for emotional support, for anxiousness, for stress. We'll use them over the adrenal glands for stress. Um, oils like adaptive, which are specifically designed to help reduce cortisol and the stress response in the body, help your nervous system get more regulated. Um, and then there's oils. Um, also, you can use like balance on your feet, which are very grounding. Um, they have earth frequencies in them. All the trees in balance come from trees with deep roots. So if you're using them for stress, for sleep, their wonderful topical use, feet, spine, heart, belly. Those are all the ways you can apply essential oils topically. Again, carrier oil is going to give you the best response because it drives it deeper into the skin. 
essential oils are very volatile, so they're going to flash off. So if you use an essential oil topically and you don't use a carrier oil, you're not going to absorb as much. It's going to go off into the air because of how volatile they are. Um, and then internal use. I talked about this um, a little bit in the beginning. With pure essential oils, you don't have to worry about it disrupting the microbiome. I think that's one of the biggest myths and mis misinformation. And also dosing it properly. So making sure that you're using one to three drops. You're not dosing a ridiculous amount. Um, so doTERRA has dosing charge on their website. Um, but for internal use, so what would I use it for? I would use it for throat irritation. I would potentially use it to boost glutathione in um, my liver. I would potentially use it for um, estrogen metabolism. Oils like rosemary are wonderful for the liver for estrogen metabolism. Um, the other way I would use it internally would potentially be for intestinal threats. If I'm wanting to enhance healthy microbiome, essential oils are actually wonderful for bringing a better balance. And there's great research on it balancing the microbiome in the gut as opposed to hurting it. Um, and so just tightening those gut junctures, especially for people who have food sensitivities, is one of the best things you can do to help support healthy gut microbiome. Um, the other last and favorite way to use essential oils in our home internally would be for neurotransmitters. So as we know, serotonin and dopamine, almost 90% of it's produced in the gut. So being able to use oils like copaiba or rosemary or melissa for serotonin and dopamine recycling or production is my favorite way because I have teenagers and I even have some people that I work with that have trauma, including my own childhood trauma, where regulating some of those dopamine cycles and serotonin cycles um, can be incredibly helpful. So that's one of my favorite ways is to use internal use is for neurotransmitter support, which is also very overlooked, um, in the natural medicine community. So those are, those are all the incredible things about essential oils. There's, there's thousands of uses. I, I just learned another use for essential oils yesterday. And here I'm going on 13, 13 years. And I learned something new about one of my essential oils. It's just a really awesome journey. So just something what was a new thing you just learned. Come on. You, you, you can't. So, well, this is really interesting because, um, I, I use essential oils quite a bit for emotional support. It's one of the quickest ways to change your state is through your sense of smell through the olfactory system and then grounding. I have a tendency to, um, not be grounded, right? Like a lot, like a lot of people go out in earth and, and that kind of thing. Well, I'll use essential oils on my feet. So I discovered an essential oil that I have not really used a lot before black spruce. And it's wonderful for energy preserve, uh, preserve, preservation, um, as well as when you're feeling depleted energetically and you're needing more balance and moderation. So sometimes CEOs and just a lot of leaders there were, you know, I do a lot of retreats at my home teaching practitioners how to use essential oils. I can feel depleted. My energy will go out, which I want to pour into people, right? But I realize that I need to learn how to regroup. And one of the ways I'll do that is with black spruce. It's um, just a great oil to re-energize you. So, um, and, and what I love, too is it is I'll come across it and I'll know I need it because I crave it right I don't always crave every essential oil but the ones I'm craving I know my body needs so it was really cool I came across it I read about it and I thought wow I've never used this oil before how fun is it that I've discovered one more use for essential oils Wow, there's a lot there. Janet, do you have any questions for her? <laughs> there's wow. a lot. I, I, I just, I have a slight comment though, because I, I feel like this hasn't been that far out of traditional medicine. I think Western medicine has lost this art because 
um, in my memory bank, I remember having a wisdom tooth removed and the doctor put, or the surgeon put a clove leaf in there, you know? So the, the fact that we did use some of these natural products for treatment hasn't been that far from history. It's just that we've, we've lost touch with it. So it's nice to know there's things that we can use that, you know, don't really have huge side effects that can be very helpful just on a day-to-day in your own home. Um, because, you know, it, I think we kind of feel like sometimes when we come from, you know, the pharmacy background or your regular physicians, we're like, oh, no, that really, you know, no. But if we look at traditional medicine, that's that's really where we took things from was from plants in the earth. And, and those things don't seem to have the side effects as when we isolate things. So, I mean, I think that's very powerful. Well, uh, you know, being compound pharmacists, we've compounded up a myriad of many things over the last two and a half decades. And, you know, eucalyptus, menthol, camphor, all aromatic compounds um, that we've compounded up for many different things. So it, it's not just an alternative thing. It, it, tradi- it's it's, it wasn't traditional yeah. medicine. It just, we moved away from it because big pharma has basically taken. You can't hostage. patent either. Right. right. And big pharma has taken, you know, has hacked the complete medical industry, including taking hostage of pharmacy school and medical school education. So there can't be any validity to any kind of aromatic compounds. It's got to only be patented medicine that has validity. Yeah. And those side effects really come from the synthetic form. So when we're dealing with like an aspirin as opposed to methicillate, which comes from wintergreen, you're looking at a synthetic form with side effects. Whereas if you're dealing with um, wintergreen or birch, which is methicillate, you're dealing with the natural form and you just do not see the side effects. You can still overdose on wintergreen, don't get me wrong, but you can only metabolize so much at once, but you don't have those side effects that you would normally deal with, like hurting the stomach and making the stomach bleed, right? And and so all the things that you get from using a natural compound, it's entirely differently. And Roseman University actually studied multiple brands of essential oils and isolates. And what they found was it wasn't nearly as effective as the whole. So I'll give you an example. Um, The clove leaf that your dentist used, if he really used a clove leaf, that's incredible because most dentists are using eugenol, which is the main constituent in clove. But if you actually use clove oil in its entirety, it is so much more effective than eugenol. Well, and really, I mean, and and I love that example of white willow bark and acetosalicylic acid, aspirin, which was the first patent medicine um, from Bayer Pharmaceuticals in the 1880s. 80s. It was one of the first things that we took and we isolated the active ingredient out of a plant. Well, but we don't know what we don't know. So we just think this is the active ingredient, but there's probably multiple active ingredients and there's probably right. ingredients in there that help decrease side effects. Ones that Absolutely. work synergistically. Absolutely. Yeah. And should we be surprised? Of course we shouldn't. There's positive side effects. Yeah, right. And there's ingredients in there that work synergistically together. So you don't need as much of each one of them to, to work. And then there's things in there to, to prevent side effects. So, so you know, aspirin, all of a sudden, when, when they used to have white willow bark tea for fevers and for pain and inflammation, there are really no side effects. But when all of a sudden we isolated aspirin out of it, all of a sudden people's ears are ringing, their, their guts are bleeding, and their kidneys are just getting destroyed. Hmm. You know, I mean, seriously, but we shouldn't be surprised that the that the plant is going to be more advantageous than the active ingredient that we think is the active ingredient because we don't know. We don't know. Yeah. 
We just don't. And and then the fact that it's a synthetic copy, oftentimes it's the chirality of the molecule is completely opposite. And so the body just does not recognize a synthetic molecule the same that it does an mm. organic molecule from nature. Yeah, small, small changes in a molecule make huge implications in the body. And when you look at things as a, as a 3D structure and a lock and key type type environment, that, that, that key will not fit in that lock unless it's, you know, it's not two-dimensional, it's three-dimensional. So if it's a little bit different, it's going to make huge difference in the body. Yeah, and when you have, like, like with my son and I, chemical sensitivities – your body and you don't deal well with synthetics, you're, you know, you have gene mutations, MTHFR gene mutation, the synthetics are just not going to work in the body the same way. The side effects are way worse than the benefit. Right. Right. Exactly. So Melody, as what, what, what would you say is, I'm, I've got a few questions for you as you wrap this up. What would you say, if you were going to say what your top product was at doTERRA, what would it be? Oh man, that's a tough one to pick one. If I was going to pick an oil, um, our frankincense is pretty darn incredible. It's the highest grade frankincense you can get due to the tear resin that they use um, that is exclusive to doTERRA. But then also as far as our products, I'm going to have to take it down to two. Our Mito 2 Max, which is a mitochondrial support, is one of the most incredible formulas I've seen with doTERRA. Um, and then in combination with our MetaPower line, which is blood sugar, glucose, um, it has intamin, um, nine different collagen peptides and 10 different antioxidants that by itself, you know, buying all these ingredients, you'd be taking 10 supplements. It'd be over $400. You know, you get this one supplement that's got nine collagen peptides, 10 different antioxidants, intamin, 225 milligrams of intamin. It's like that is a powerhouse supplement for $84. So that one is probably our best value and our most incredible as far as moving the needle in your health because um, it's just they really, really move the needle in, in far as far as just quality of collagen. Um, most collagen on the market is full of glyphosate and unfortunately. So doTERRA's is a mar mar marine collagen. And even though that's not like their number one thing, like collagen, right? Because they, they're essential oil. That's what they do. It actually has essential oils in it. So essential oils like grapefruit and lemon that are going to help with the recycling of glutathione. Um, there's cinnamon, which of course we know is research for blood sugar. And so being able to say we've got this combination product that has all the powerhouse um, anti-aging products and peptides in it in combination with the best essential oils. I'm like, that's a powerhouse supplement right there. Yeah. Um, and then bringing that in with like a frankincense or a balance, which contains frankincense um, is like a must, an absolute must for, for, for users if they want to get going in doTERRA. Uh, okay. Two last questions. So what do you have a passion for? Oh gosh. I, I just love empowering, I would say my favorite thing is to empower moms. I take motherhood so, you know, so seriously. And to see my son, what he could have been if he was put through the medical treadmill to see who he is today as an 18 year old, um, Gen Z biohacker, you know, he is literally thriving in life. He knows how to manage his emotions. He knows, um, how to manage his dopamine cycle. He understands his body. He understands how to be in tune with how he feels. What did I eat that didn't make me feel good? Did I not sleep? So under teaching these Gen Zers, I'm really passionate about teaching moms how to empower their kids with their own health um, concerns in their home. I'm so passionate about that. I have been ever since I've had kids and it's probably something I'll always do. 
I love that. You know, I got I got to bring up. I got to make a comment because a few different times you've mentioned educate and empower. And, you know, the goal of our podcast is to educate and empower individuals to take charge of their own health. Because we as healthcare professionals, I mean, we can, that's all we can do. I mean, it's up to them. Um, We can educate them, but up to them to take control, right? Yeah. So as we wind this podcast up, Melody, if anybody wants to get a hold of you, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Probably Instagram, uh, Melody C. Watts on Instagram. That's probably where I hang out the most and interact with um, uh, my community. And then also you can always go to my website, MelodyWatts.net. I actually have an incredible ebook. You can download um, Stress and Essential Oils, teaching people really how to manage their emotions and their stress response is one of the best ways to take back your health. So um, that is my expertise as far as the emotional side of things. So you can get that ebook. It's it's 68 pages. So it's quite extensive um, with recipes and all sorts of ways to manage your emotions and your stress response. So um, they can get that there as well. I love it. Sign me up. Awesome. Uh, Melody, thank you so much for being being on our podcast. It was such an honor to meet you in uh, physically in person in, in Phoenix and, and for you to be on this podcast. We really appreciate you sharing your knowledge and wisdom. Um, you've helped us realize our goal, which is to educate and empower individuals to take charge of their own health. So thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate yeah. you guys. And listeners and viewers, thank you for tuning in to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. Um, Tune in Thursday for our midweek podcast, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. Thank you.